0: Morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom podcast. On today, today is Tuesday. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome day on yesterday because I did. I don't know about y'all. I did. Um, today, yesterday was an awesome day. So we always have to think positive. No matter what the outcome is, always think positive. Always, always, always think positive. And so before we get started into our fast from wrong thinking, let's greet this day. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It is the greatest secret to success no matter what life brings. It calms every storm. When the enemy persecutes my soul, love comforts it. When I face darkness, love brings light. When my heart is overwhelmed, love will inspire and encourage it. When my heart is distressed, love will remind me of God's goodness over the years. When I feel discouraged, love will lift my hands to the Lord and fill my mouth with a song. i worship Him this day with love in my heart. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. When it feels like heaven is silent, love will remind me that God knows what I'm going through. He has a plan and He will provide for my every need. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will lead me, love will direct me, love will inspire me, love will heal me, love will fill me, love will revive me. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will deliver me from my enemy. It protects, it protects me in times of storm. Because of God's love today, all those who seek to hurt me will be stopped. But love makes my shield like up they work. I will love all who I come in contact with today. I will love the weak and make them strong. I will love the inspired and be inspired by them. I will love the empty and they will be filled. I will love the filled and they will overflow. I will love the broken and they will be healed. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It quits all the thoughts of the wicked one. It comes I work confront everyone I face with love. It will shine through my eyes, bring a smile to my face, and bring a ways of peace through my voice. It lower people's defense and proud them to experience God's presence. I greet this day with God loving my heart because he loved me. I love myself. I will love others and I love life no matter what I face. From this moment forward, fear and hate leave my body and mind. Fear and hate leave my family and home. In Jesus' name. So ladies, we have greeted this day so let's get started with our fast from wrong thinking and today we're at day 25, and we're going to be talking about God must be rewarding them and not me. How many of y'all have ever felt like God is rewarding them and he just forgot about me? I feel like that once in a while, like, God, how they over there blessed, got this and that, I'm over here still struggling, I'm over here doing what you told me to do, like go to church, trust you, walk by faith, all this type of stuff, and yet, I ain't got my reward. I feel like I'm still struggling, like you just forgot about me. You just don't care. So how many of y'all ever felt like that? So today, we're going to be fasting from that thought, and we're going to change that way of thinking. So today, we are fasting from the thought that said God must be rewarding them and not me. So I want y'all to take a moment and think about that. God must be rewarding them and not me. We feel like God has forgot about us. We feel like God is over there blessing them. He ain't blessing us. He said, Well, I got them to where I want them to be. They should be all right. But I'm not gonna reward them. So we're not gonna think like that. Today, okay. One thing that we one thing that makes us, us most unhappy is when we compare ourselves to others and what they have. When we compare, we despise. So I meaning like okay, you say, okay, God over there blessing them. That means we are comparing ourselves to them. Mean we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people but we're human and sometimes we get caught up into why they got this and that I'm still over here struggling I'm doing this for God and I still ain't got this man but we're not going to do that (laughs) we got to stop comparing ourselves to others and what they have because you don't know what they went through to get to what they have you don't know what you, you don't know put it like that you don't know what they went through to get what they have just because you feel like they have it Together does not mean they have it together. Just because you see them with a fancy house, the nice cars, they dressing in Chanel, Louis Vuitton, and whatever, whatever, don't mean their life is all pieces and cream. So remember that. Just because, you, you, you know, just because they, on the outside, it looks all glamour, but you don't know what's going on the inside. And for one, you don't know what they went through to get there. Okay? Number one, let's change that way of thinking today. Number one, God has enough for everybody. As Psalms 45:16 say He satisfied. He satisfied desires. For every little thing He reward one person. That He His reward from one person does not come at the expense of someone else. Just because God over there rewarding you does not come to the expense of someone else. That means He's not gonna like. I'm through. It. I'm through with Felicia. I'm not gonna reward her no more. I'm done. No, he's not like that. God has enough for everybody. If God bless somebody with a house, what make you think He can't bless you with a house? If God bless you with somebody with a car, what make you think He's not gonna bless you with a car? If God, said somebody' the credit was tore up from the floor, but, and they said, "Ooh, girl, I don't know if I can get a house or whatever," and your credit tore up from the floor, but He blessed them with a house, what make you think He can't do it for you? So we got to get out of that mindset where we start comparing, to, comparing ourselves to others and and to what they have. Cause God has enough for everybody, God owns everything. This is just me and they put stipulation on stuff, like oh, you gotta have Once i never forget. Um, one day I was going to look for this, me and my kid trying just to get us a house. No, just looking. He was like, I said, He said something about credit. I said, Why are you looking at credit then when God don't look at credit? You know, he was like, that, I, I ain't laughing, I'm not joking, I'm being dead serious. Why are you looking at credit when God don't look at credit? God looked at the heart of the man. He couldn't say nothing because you know, (laughs) but just know God has enough for everybody. Number two, what do you desire? Freedom, joy, provision, and better relationship with someone who will satisfy your desire. Ask him right now. So, what is your desire? What is your desire that you want God to do? But even though we tell God, I desire, even though we tell him, Oh God, I want freedom, Oh God, I want joy, I just want happiness, I want a better relationship with somebody. Oh God, I you know. I want this and that. It's an action right now. You can go to God and say, God, I want God, I want freedom. I want to be free from XYZ. I want to be free from my abusive husband. Or I want to be free from this addiction. Whatever. What is your desire? Today I want to ask yourself today. What is your desire? Number three. <laughs> Settle this. God honor His word above anything. Cling to His word, and He will, and you will get honored with that promotion, increase, and reward would come. Set up for this. God reward His. God honor His word above anything else. Cling to His word I mean like stay in that word. Um, listen to that word daily. Do I do that daily? No, I do not. But I sit here and I pray. I sit here and listen to God's news. I sit here and this have relationship with Jesus. I be sending all kinds of stuff that only y'all know. But I sit up here and I talk to God. I tell him what I want to happen for me and my kids. What I want my kids to be alive. I tell him everything that I know because I don't... I used to run and tell people things. But now people can't tell everybody anything because, you know, you just can't. But now, I like, something comes up, I get to pray. Or anything that's come I just cling to his word. That's all I do. I just pray and ask God to help me. Sometimes I might say, oh, i call maybe one or two people like, oh, can you pray for me? Can you, no, not pray for me. Can you come in agreement with me? I just need somebody in agreement with me. This is what's called.' on. Oh, then sometimes I just don't know what to pray. I just like, God, I'm just lost. I just, I don't know what to do with this moment. I don't know. Then I just say, okay, God. I just look at like, Holy Spirit, I need you. I don't know what else to do. So, that's what I do. Number four, give your thoughts. Get your thoughts off of them and off of him. Fix your eyes on Jesus. He is the source of all that could ever want or need. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. That's in James 1.17. Look up, not out. May not stop looking at what they have because you don't know what they did to get to what they have. You don't know. They could be out here getting payday loans just to keep up with the joke. You don't know. They probably out here. Know, people do stupid stuff. You don't know what they're doing to get what they have. So, that means keep your eyes off of them and start comparing yourself to them. Saying, oh, God forgot about me. He over there blessing them, but he ain't going to bless me. Get your eyes off of them and focus on him. It's like keep your eyes fixed on him. I mean, like, every time you want to do oh, why they got this and that, whatever. Uh-uh. Thank you, Jesus. It might not be the best of everything that you may have. You might, you might, ooh, like, say, I'm going to save me because I don't care. I just... Put myself out there. I used to be upset, I'm not gonna say hater. I used to be upset because I have sisters and and brothers. Man, I have like eight of them. So oh, well, I have them, and they have houses. They got dreams. They got my dream call, which is the cat like. They got houses. Don't get me wrong. I be like, what I ain't? I'm over here trying to be faithful to you, Jesus, trying to live by your commandments pay my tithe and do all this and you know but yet and still I'm still in the apartment <laughs> I'm over here I want a house too what's wrong why I can't get out but then I just had to sit and stay because I know some stuff I just know some stuff so I was like okay hmm I need to stop worrying about what they do over there I mean like I just cut them not cut them off I just don't care what they do um I had to be like well I'm just going to stay my eyes on Jesus. Because how they got it, I don't care. Don't want to know. I don't know what they do to get what what they have. In a way, in a sense, I do know. But that's not none of my business. It's not for me to judge. But I just know I'm not going to do what they did. So I was like, you know what? Mm-mm, I don't care. I have a place to stay. It might not be the best of everything. You know, I might not have, like, the fancy house. But I do have a roof on my head. might not have the fancy car. But I have a car. What well, I might not have all the name brand clothes like Prada, and Louis Vuitton, and Gucci, and all this other stuff. I have clothes on my back. And I can make it look good just like it was Louis Vuitton or whatever. But we have to get out of our mindset to where, oh, they got it better than we do. Because you don't know what they going through. Like, they can be over there. miserable with their husband can be abusive. They, uh, they can be over there eating noodles and we over here, you think they got it all peaches and cream, when really they truly don't, because on the outside, it looks so pretty and perfect, like, dang, girl, she got she had a nice car, she got her nice house, and they just living it up over there, but when behind, behind closed doors, that's when the real you come out, that's the real you, because you don't know what they are going through, because on the outside, when they come outside, they all made up or whatever, and then when they go back home, like, know They might be leasing stuff. You, you don't know. So stop comparing yourself to others and fix your eyes on him. Because why? Because he is the source. He is the source of everything. Everything you ever want or need, he, go to him. I tell God every day, God, I want a house for me and my kids. God, I want X, Y, Z. God, I want a Cadillac. I want this and that. I tell him, have I put, uh, put forth the effort to do Yes, sometimes I look at houses and be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Ooh, they're probably a little too high or whatever. But my thing is, you have to tell them that God is your source. I can't remember when I used to stay in Um, uh, I had lost my job due to one of my uh, one of my kids got sick. They, uh, the doctor had messed up his back. Screwed his back up. He could not straighten back up. What he did was, when he did a long ball puncture, he ruptured one of the bands around his spinal cord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. hallelujah that there was no problem with that. He walked like, there ain't nothing to happen. He was young. So, um, I lost my job because of that. Because I had to cousin in Longview, they don't have like children's hospital like they have out here in Houston. So, I had to go all the way to Dallas. So, I went to Dallas. Me and my kids went to Dallas. Whatever. Just me and my son and I'm not going to say who that other person was, but you know, he was in the car. And, um, whatever. Whatever. So, it's like, okay, so we went to Dallas or whatever. So, I lost my job because of that. So, my kids come first. When it comes to their health, when they was young, um, they come first. So, I got fired. I did not work almost like six months. A good six months. I'm, I didn't even work at all. I was like, God, how am I paying my rent? How am I pay my life? God, I just didn't know. I stressed a little and I worried a little back then, but not to the severe where I'm at today. Which I'm working on it. But uh, I'm like, oh God, how am I do this? But from that six months, I did not have to worry about nothing. God made sure my car note was paid, my rent was paid and me and my kids always had something to eat. We always had something to eat. I'm here to tell you that God is the source I to today, it's just so amazing how like I didn't was not working. I just started home all day. Started, you know, I started home i was not at school at the time i just started home Let my kids get from school i didn't really do too much i just cook for them whatever but god was my source god was the source i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you that he wasn't god made sure my bills was paid car was paid everything that i ever wanted or needed god provided for me even when i moved out here in houston in 2014 where I had lost my apartment in Longview because of my stolen income tax, whatever you know how people. Get. Um, I had sisters. Don't get me wrong; they had houses. They had husbands. Yeah, well, whatever. But it was like all they want to know was, "Felicia, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, Felicia?" I don't know, cause I was all over. I didn't know what I was gonna do. But at that moment, I knew God knew what He was gonna do. Came out here to Houston. And ever since I've been in Houston, do we, me and my kids go through stuff? Yes. Do we have hard times? Yes. But God has always been there. He always makes sure we have everything that we ever wanted or needed. I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell y'all no lie because God has really showed up and showed up. When things are like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm going to do about X, Y, Z. God shows up. It might not come how I want it to come, but God does come through. Oh, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. And somehow I get favored with, uh with a bill, or whatever the case may be, God is the source. I'm trying to tell you, God is the source. He will give you whatever you ever ask or want. He will give you whatever you want or need. He he can do that. He is the source. Um, every you know, don't get me wrong. Do we uh, do I go through bad times and do I have like do I stress at times and uh, yes I do. They're just the human in us, uh, but I'm here to tell you that God is the source of everything leave it at that <laughs> number five it is easy it's easy to seek him than think seeking god is not about our effort it is about looking to jesus as your source and discovering his way of thinking and looking at things as we think his way His way we will believe like him our faithful sword manifest will come this is what it means to seek him yes that's so true. Him, knock at that door and tell Jesus, come on in. God, I need you in this situation. Uh, whatever it may be that you are dealing with, stop. I had that bad. Like when I was in Longview, I would be like, I know who to go to. Instead of me going to God, I would go to people. Because God put people in my past for like, for my kids, for their grandparents. That's another story. Another podcast. Because um, my kids' grandparents, on my side and their dad's side, you know, they Tell, they can care two pennies or whatever the case may be so I, um, I would go to them if I needed something I would go straight instead of going to them I should have went to God but God took me out of this situation where I had to solely depend on him when I moved to Houston I didn't know nobody besides my relatives that was it and I did not ask them for nothing I I was them for two pennies but that just means that just that me—that's me because I know how people are, and I just know like if you ask people so they like to throw it in your face, and I don't have time for that. So, so I had to. When I say solely depend on Jesus, when I stayed in that hotel for three and a half years, there was nobody but me and God. God gave me vision. God's like, "Fish, I, I got you." He showed me in in a dream where he had me and my kids. Um. I remember there these three men. I don't know who these men was. and have not even seen these men, but in this dream, it was so real. We stayed in this hotel, and they stayed at the bottom of us, like they stayed below us or whatever. And I saw these these three guys, three guys, but I never saw their face. only thing I saw of them was their eyes. They had the most beautiful, pretty, blue, greenish eyes. So their eyes were so amazing. It was like, I'm like, what the... They would just, that's how, that, that's the only thing I remember of them. So I was like, okay. So I told this one lady about this. She said, the thing is, that was the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you know that I got you. So I was like, okay. Whatever, then I'll go outside. It was just, it was nobody but me and God in that situation. Me, God, and my kids in that hotel. There were times when we didn't even have a, a place to stay. But we did not have to move out that hotel. We just had, they just locked it up, made sure nobody went in there and got our stuff. And sometimes we had to sleep in the car, on the streets, or whatever. But in that moment, there was nobody but God. God made sure we had somewhere to stay. And then when Hurricane Harvey came, um, we was we couldn't pay the hotel rent. We couldn't. My son had did something to his arm. I'm trying to grab my son, did something to his arm. So if y'all know, 1960 Mills Road to Willowbrook Hospital, we walked. And we had just got out of school. I did an after school program so I got home and like said we, me and my kids walking in the door and my kids like they was hungry number two we didn't know what we was going to do we didn't know where we were going to stay nothing we was in Hurricane Harvey so we walked to the to the hospital and I was like okay so they was like oh it's not broken they put it on like in a little brace or whatever my other son, he was—he slips, He sees us. I was like, I don't. They was like, Mom, we're we gonna stay. What are we gonna do? I was like, I don't. I don't know. Cause I was just like, I was just saying, God, I don't. I was so mad at God. I told God I didn't understand. I was just so mad. And I was like, um, I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was like, okay, God, I just don't know. So I called this number and try to find out where to stay. I was like, God, I don't want to go to no shelter. But I ain't had no choice. I really, truly didn't have a choice. So I went to this shelter. Well, before I went to the shelter, I was like, I don't know. I ain't got no money in my account. I was like, maybe three dollars, thirteen dollars. I don't know. Can't remember how much I had. But I had enough to wait. If I had to, I can put my account negative. But I didn't want to. So I was like, okay. We just went call. It. it was like, well, they got room. But they come. We found the shelter. This lady found us a shelter. Um, they had room for us, but they couldn't come get us because it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> we were still out. Or whatever. And then I had called this other friend. She was like, please. And she I was like, please. Shit, what y'all gonna do? I was like, I don't know. i to sleep at the hospital. I don't know what else to do. I, I didn't. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna call this Uber. I'm gonna see. I, they was like, can you get here? We got one room for you and your kids. Can you get here? We got you. I was like, okay. I just said, God, if you want us to get us there, you'll get us there. So I put my account on Uber Pay. I ain't sit here and lie. I was like, Lord, we, me and my kids were like praying. We we're like, God, please let it go through. Please let it go through, and it we went through. Uber came and got us, and we went to the shelter. So I'm trying to tell you that even no matter what you may be going through right now, no matter what it's what, it, no matter what it seems like, you just don't understand it. Just lean on God. Seek Him. And I'm not gonna tell you nothing wrong that I have not seen for myself. God will show up and show out. I went to this shelter. I was so upset with God, I didn't say nothing to God. I was so mad at God. I was like, if God was, was standing right there in front of my thing, I probably would have cussed him out. I think he knew that. Cause I was just so I was just so pissed. My kids were happy. They was cool, calm, and collect. They up there cleaning up the shelter. But that is who they are. <laughs> they cleaning up, trying to make sure everything is straight. But that is just who they are. Um, we went there, and then I said they made sure my kids got to school and I got to work. They ubered me to work every day. Every day I had to go to work. They Uber or whatever. People would give us money. um God an Angel they gave us money to make sure we had stuff to eat because we, you know, as the chef, they only feed you three times a day, and, and me and my my kids like to eat all the time. So I was like, okay. Then I we'll tried to find an apartment. That didn't work out. I said, you know what, I'm done. So then one morning I got up and I said, okay, I'm going to find me a place. Jesus, we're we going to go find us a place, right? He didn't say nothing. And I guess he's like, well, did you say you are, you are. And that day, at Friday, we had an application for the place. Saturday, we moved in. With nobody but God. I just want to tell you all this story. Number six, see other people buttons at the prediction of yours. The testimony of what Jesus has done for someone else is prophecy of what he can do for you. If God can do it for me, what do you think he can not do it for you? Yes, do we go through different things in life? Yes. Do I want this and that when people say, like, oh, girl, I got me a brand new house. Girl, please. I can't wait for Jesus to show, give me a house. Because you have to look at other people's abundance as a prediction of yours. If God did it for them, he can do it for you. Stop getting all upset, looking sour-faced and mad because God blessed them before he blessed you. Honey, he got God ain't though. So he got you. You just gotta seek him. I mean, I mean when I say seek him, mean, I mean seek him like you trying to find your man of the same. But you have to seek him. Don't be i ain't gonna go down. Just seek him. Number seven. Expect favors. The favors around the righteous on every side. And you are the righteous of God simply by being in Christ. You are favored, you are favored by God. Just know that you just have to just seek God, and whenever people get that, oh girl, I got me a new car, girl, I'm so happy for you. Be happy, even if you gotta fake it, girl. I'm so happy for you or whatever. But don't get upset. Shoot. Be like God, thank you. My house, my car coming. Oh, my house is coming. Thank you, Jesus, is on the way. You have to think like that because if you get yourself all mad. You're going to be mad. You're going to be all in despair hurt because I can't believe Jesus gave him that and he didn't give it to me. I'm over here living right, paying my ties, doing X, Y, Z. Girl, get out of there. Stop that. Stop comparing yourself to other people because why? It will keep you in a place that you don't want to be. Why? Because I've been there and I have done that. I got mad at people. I got mad at my sister because I was like, how the hell did they get a house? And they over there doing this. And I'm over here trying to live right for you. But I was like, you know what? It's okay. So whenever I do get what I want, I know God will give me more than what I ever asked for. So, that's how you have to look at it. If God gave them something, let not make it to him. He won't give it to you. Now, now we are at think it and say it. God is my rewarder. I adapt to his thinking regarding, regarding my life and situation. I fix my eyes on him and he finished my faith. Favor surround me, protection surround me, and God surround me like a shield in Jesus' name. So, today, what is your desire? think about it today like what is your desire is it freedom is it joy is provision? a better life a better relationship with someone he will satisfy your desire and stop get out of your get out of your head when somebody get blessed or whatever just know that's a prediction of yours every time you see somebody get blessed that is your prediction of your abundance See other people abundance as a prediction of your one. Got me a new car, but I like, I can't wait to I get my new card. Thank you, Jesus. That means my car's on the way. That's how you have to see. Expect favor. No matter what, no matter where you go, it's a God, I'm expecting favor. I'm expecting favor because God's gonna show up. That's what you have to do. God, I expect favor. I don't care. I was somewhere outside to pay something. I was so upset because I had to pay this and that. And they said, Well, uh, we're gonna lower it, lure it, we're gonna lower it for you because we're trying to work with you. There ain't nobody begun. Because I was I was already frustrated and mad, but God gave me faith. So you have to look at it and seek him no matter what. I'm trying to tell you God is your source. I'm here to tell you God is your source. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast of the day. I don't wanna ask your, ask yourself this question today. What is your desire? So until next time, I want you to have an amazing, awesome day today. Just know, stop looking at other people, what they have and what they got. And that, because why? That is a prediction of your outcome. If God bless you, if God bless them with the house, you just start thanking God. God, I thank you for my new house. God bless them with a car. God, I thank you for my new car. Because your stuff is coming too. So until next time, y'all be blessed.